new series today is called Faith. Drink it up. Say that with me. Faith. Drink it up. A lot of people's problem is they nip at the grapes. Okay? They nip at the grapes. They have, they have alcohol issues. I don't drink at all. Just let you know that. Uh, don't do that so you can, oh, he's great. He doesn't drink. I don't drink because my mother was a drunk. I don't drink because my stepdad shot my mother six times with a 357 Magnum. Liquor ain't been good to the Clark family. Amen? So we're just not going to go there. I also counsel a lot. And guess what? The, one of the number one things, one of the number one problems people have in relationships, etc., it's called blank. Substance abuse. Okay? Alcohol, drugs, etc. So I just don't. I made that choice years ago. And, uh, you know, I don't criticize people that have a drink. The Bible says, you know, you can make a case for some, you know, having a glass of wine or things like that in the Scripture. I'm not going to sit up here and try to not make the case as if it's going to do any good anyway. Best thing you'll ever do is grow in the Lord and let the Lord work in your life. And not Gary. Amen? I'll lead you sideways. You follow him, he'll lead you up. And he'll lead you out of crap in your life. Amen? And a lot of testimony could be given right now. How many would say, God's helped me, but I used to have some substance abuse issues in my life? Can I see some hands? Look at it. A lot of people. You're not alone. You're not alone. Many of you are my friends. I love you. Many of you are here on a Sunday morning, right, buddy? Just because we want to stay strong, don't we? Because we're not supermen. Are we, coach? No, man. We need the Lord. Amen. Say that with me. We need who? We need the Lord. Amen. So let's talk about this subject today. It's called faith. Drink it up. So let's see where we're going. Go, Rog. Please me, buddy. Learn this scripture with me. One of the greatest scriptures in the Bible. It happens to be Roger the Dodger Johnson's favorite verse in the Bible. That's his right there. And he says that often when I do it. He's that's my favorite verse. Hey, here we go. Say it with me. Now, faith is the is the what? The what? Of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Let's learn it. Let's say it again. One more time. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the what? Faith is the what? And you mean it's the faith is the substance of things that I'm hoping for, and it's going to be the evidence of things that I can't see. Okay, I mean, it's a crazy verse, but it's a strong verse. Let's just keep pushing. See what we can learn. So let's go with that word substance since we're building our series title around all of that, that word right there, substance. So the way I do it, Dylan, here's how I do it, son. I know you never thought you'd be picked on the whole service. I see she's got your hand trying to keep you calm. You what now? Really? She asked this for him today and she wanted him to get a good message and she said she's glad I'm picking on him. Well, I'm happy to help you. Amen. 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 No, I love guys. I love coaching guys. I love being with guys, whether it's wrestling or over there with the football team or, or whatever it is. You know, I just love that because I know us. We're a little bit crazy. You know what I'm saying? So what I do is I use my Bible and I'll use a handy dandy dictionary. It's in my third or second drawer down. It's all tattered and torn. And it's about this big. So somebody the other day, I believe it's Miss Edna, brought me a dictionary that's this big. Unbelievable. I mean, you'd have to have, you know, be massive to carry the sucker around. I still use the little one, okay? So here we go. 
So I looked up substance. What does it mean in Webster's Dictionary? You know what it means? Substance. It means something that occupies space. Say that with me. Something that occupies space. Faith is the substance. Faith is the something that occupies space. Faith is the something that occupies space. There's some space in you that needs occupying that faith is the only thing that will fill it. Did you just hear what I said? This ain't me making it up. I took the dictionary. What does that mean? Faith is the substance. Well, it's the thing, it's something that occupies space in every one of us. And what's the one thing that's going to fill that space? Truly from the Lord. What does God's Word say? Faith. Say it with me. Faith. Faith. I don't believe in God. Well, I'm sorry, then you're not going to fill that space. Amen. You're going to fill it with some crap. It could be work. It could be sex. It could be drugs, alcohol, whatever, sports. It could be whatever, fighting. Gambling. Something's going to fill that something that occupies space inside of you. Do you hear me or not? And God says there's one thing. You know God trades in one kind of currency? Faith. I got money, so streets are gold in heaven. It's asphalt up there. Things we make a big deal down here ain't a big deal up there. Amen. You know what's a big deal up there and should be a big deal down here? Faith. Faith in Jesus. That's right, Pastor, but faith, faith, faith. So what's another definition of faith? So it's something that occupies space. But you know what it is, too? Substance means, say it with me, basic meaning. So many people are trying to look for the basic meaning of life. So they come up with, we blew up. Bang, here we are. And they're filling it with all kinds of craziness. But we're on this quest for basic meaning. And the one thing that can fill that space, that something that can fill that space inside of me, because I'm made in the image of God, but you're not God, and we're fallen and we're sinners. And so we need that something from God that can fill that space that really we were created to have. But we live in sin. We live in a fallen world. That's why Jesus came. Jesus came to give you someone to believe in. Say that with me. Jesus came to give you someone to, to believe in. Because if you put your faith in any other person, it's a dead end. You put your faith in anything, dead end. doesn't mean you don't work hard, you don't try hard. I'm not saying that. But guys, that empty space, that spot in your life, that substance, that something inside of you that needs filling, the Bible says faith is the what? It's the substance, man. So... So only faith in God can fill the empty space of my life. Y'all hear me or not? Okay, we're just laying the groundwork in this series. That's what substance means. Sorry if you thought it meant something else. Isn't it interesting substance abuse? People wonder why people are on substances. To fill that what? That void, that space. A lot of people like to get some, some beer or some alcohol to get a bu- 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 buzz. And they want it, you know, people get on weed because they want that what? High. You know? People get on drugs so they can forget their pu- 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 pain. Y'all hear me or not? All the things that drugs and alcohol do for people... 
I mean, it can, they don't like who they are, so they'll get on alcohol. It'll turn them into somebody else. They're free living, and they're, you know, dancing naked on a table in a, in a, in a bar somewhere. And you're, yeah, you're different than we saw you last Sunday. <laughs> anyway, the point is, and, you know, bottom line is, guys, we're all guilty of trying to fill that space with something. And then, if you're not careful, you can abuse it. Amen? Say. Not saying some drugs, some things can't help you. I'm not saying that. No, some things can be helpful to you, for sure. But this is the real deal right here. So faith, and we're just laying the groundwork. This is important. Say it with me so you'll learn it. The words faith and believe are mentioned over 500 times in the... You won't find anything else mentioned like that in the New Testament. There's nothing even close to the word faith and believe mentioned like that in the New Testament. You know, when I see something like that, it means, boy, that's pretty important. Yes or no? That's pretty important. So faith and believing in God, that's huge, man. I can never have too much faith. You can drink too much alcohol. You can have too much drugs. You can get too much weed. I can never believe too much in God. Never. Now, I can believe too much in a TV preacher. They can become a drug to you. You're high. You're fixed. It's crazy. I can never trust God too much. You can put, you can put too much trust in people. Yes or no? How many ever put too much trust in somebody? That hurt. I can never have too much confidence in God. How many has confidence in somebody and they royally let you down? You see what I'm saying? We're trying, though, aren't we? We're trying. I want, you know, I want to have somebody. I want to fill this void in my life. I want to believe in somebody. Well, his name is Jesus Christ. His name ain't Buddha, big fat joker. It's crazy. How do people do this? It's not a tree. I'll hug a tree. You're a lunatic. I'm sorry. It doesn't make sense. I'm going to fill that space by humming on the beat. You're not going to do anything like that. I mean, we, can, we make stuff up. We make stuff up. Islam is believing in Mohammed. And, you know, if I do, I'll have 70 virgins when I get to heaven. You get none. There goes the end of that big talk. You know, so the point is, his name is Jesus. Amen. Get off the phone. Is your Bible talking to you? We'll tell your Bible to hush. I'm with you. Got a talking Bible while I'm up here talking. And he's a pastor. What would you do? He'd throw him out. You're hilarious, Pastor. Amen. So let's keep moving, buddy. I, I could get sideways. You tell me when you're ready. You ready? Amen. Good, good, good. It starts with an M. It ends with an E. Four letters. It's called mute. Here we go. Here we go. See, Dylan, you're not the only one. Amen. This is really important, guys. We're talking about faith today. How many was, times was faith and belief mentioned in the New Testament? Somebody take a wild guess. Over 500. How many know now how many times in the New Testament? Over how many? Good job. It's important, isn't it? What does substance mean? Something that occupies or fills what? Space. Okay. It's the real meaning. How do you, how, it's finding true meaning and the meaning of filling that space in your life. Substance.
It's interesting when you go to the New Testament, 500 times believe and faith are mentioned. But did you know only two times in the New Testament do we see where Jesus what? Marveled. He was, it was just unbelievable. He couldn't believe it. Only two times does it say, and that's a lot of New Testament, a lot of things that Jesus did. You think about, you think about, you know, the dead raising up, and you think about, you know, the water turning to wine, you think about the seas be still, you think about all that he did, and he only said it twice. You think he'd be saying it all the time, every day. He only said it twice, recorded in Scripture, not to say there weren't more times, but that we have them in the Bible. Once he said it, because of the great unbelief of the religious Jews, he marveled at their unbelief. Of which kind of people? The what? The religious. Don't pin your hat on religious people. Good grief. I don't go to church anymore because this person did that. Well, great. See, you thought they were your substance. They're not. They're screw-ups just like you are. Put your hope and trust in Jesus Christ. Because a pastor let you down? Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on, praise the Lord. We should. Come on. Man, I've met them. I've met a lot of screw-ups in the ministry. Pastors that went wayward. Pastors, I had one this week that was hurt royally by his family. Just destroyed the guy. Killed him. And he's still suffering. Another one uh, having all kinds. I met with another pastor this week and his wife. And they're struggling real bad with their church. And it's just dying. So he came to me for this little encouragement. But the fact of the matter is, is that Jesus marveled at not the great faith of the religious people, but their great what? Unbelief. Now that's one time he did it. Let's look at the other time. The other time he marveled was because of the great faith of a what? A Roman soldier who's a so-called what? This is nuts. As I'm studying, I'm like, wait a minute. You marveled at the unbelief of the so-called believers. And you marveled at the faith of the so-called lost people. But you know what it gave me? Hope. Amen. We all got some hope now. You mean if the religious people don't have it now, and in the Bible we see the crazy Roman soldier got it now, it means you and me maybe can get it down. That's pretty exciting, amen? That's pretty exciting right there. So let's go. Let's go now and see what we can find. I want to look at these two stories right quick. It's not going to take long. So story number one. We're talking about faith today. We're talking about substance today. Faith is the what? Substance of things what? Hoped for, like heaven, your sins forgiven, etc. It's the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the evidence. Do you believe you're going to go to heaven? I believe I'm going to heaven. Well, you ain't seen it, Clark. Well, just because I ain't seen it don't mean it ain't real. It doesn't mean I ain't going. The Bible says I'm surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses right now. My mother who was murdered, she's in heaven right now. I see it. I ain't seen it literally, but I've seen it by faith that Mama's cheering me on today. Amen. I did the funeral this week for our former principal of many years, guys, uh, uh, Dan Jeffers. His mom passed away. And that's what I told them, because people are grieving. And you lose your mama, your biggest fan, your biggest supporter in life. It's a beautiful thing to have faith and to know that mama's still cheering me on. There's nothing quite like a mama's love. 
Now, I know not everybody had a great mom. I get that. But most of us, how many would say most of us had a pretty good mama? Let me see some hands. See, let's look at that. How many would say, I had a great mama? You just got to say it. I had a great mama. You see what I mean? See, faith gives you eyes to see. Faith will fill that empty space when mama ain't here no more. Does that make any sense or am I talking like a cuckoo person? It makes sense to me, buddy. So he marveled two times. We'll do it quickly. He marveled because of the religious Jews' unbelief. Now, they had it all down pat, man. They were so religious with their clothing. They even strained their drinks in case a little tiny gnat was in it. Okay? This is crazy. So he went out from there, Jesus. He came into his own country, Nazareth area. And his disciples followed him. And when, he, when the Sabbath day was come, Jesus went to teach in the Jewish synagogue. And many hearing Jesus were astonished, and you would be too. And they said, where did this man, you know, from where did this man come from is saying this stuff? With what wisdom is this which is given unto this man? These are religious people talking. That even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. They could see it. They experienced it. But then they did this. Is not this the carpenter? Ain't that crazy Joe's boy? The son of Mary? I know his brothers, yeah. Got one named James, Joseph, Judah, Simon. We even know some of his sisters. And it's funny how a lot of churches like the Catholic Church think that Mary didn't have other kids. How do you take a verse like this out of the Bible? Yes or no, amen. But see, you've got to make people what you want them to be so you can worship them. We don't worship Mary here. Doesn't mean work that she wasn't an awesome person chosen of God. But only one we put our faith in, Jesus Christ. Amen. You understand how you can get sideways? Come on! A verse like this should help us, yes or no? That's a great verse. It's there for our edification, our teaching. So here's, his, here's people that says, who is he? And they go, oh, we know who he is. We know his family. But you know what they were saying? Because he knew their heart. Look at this. And they were what at Jesus? They were what? Here's he's doing mighty works. Here he's speaking incredible wisdom. Here the people are in amazement at healing and teaching of God's word. And the religious people were what? Offended. That's why a lot of lost people don't come to church because the religious folk are offended when they get there. I mean, they just got there. I could say all kinds of things I'm not going to say. But they just aren't in a good way many times. The church folk. We don't want that here. Say that with me. We don't, we don't want that here. We want people like Dylan or whoever that comes in, many of you today for your first time. I met a couple back here. Wave at me on that back row right there, would you? This is your what time here with us? Second. And you were looking forward to coming back. Is that what you told me? But if you walked in and everybody was, you know, all offended, I doubt that you would want to come back, would you? No. So listen, here they are offended at Jesus. That gives me hope when people are offended with me. I'm like... You know what Jesus said to him? A prophet is not without honor except in his own country. 
You know, what's that, what's that uh, familiarity breeds what? Contempt. You hurt the ones you what? The love, the ones that are close to you, the ones you hurt. Because we get familiar with them. We know what we can do. Get by with it. It's called bull. And that's the way they treated Jesus. He says, I, you know, it's funny, outside of this town, people, people treat me with respect. Listening? But not here. And among his own kinfolk. And even says this, and in his own what? So if you're having trouble sometimes with your brothers or sisters or others, you know, you know, with your faith in Christ, well, join the club. So did Jesus. Amen? Don't despair too much about it. Do the best you can. Live the life you can before them. Love on them. But you've got to leave that to the Lord. And he goes on to say, Jesus could there do no mighty work. Say that he laid his hands upon a few folk and he healed them. Now the charismatics have taken that verse and screwed it all up. They think, if you don't have enough faith, you can't get your healing. That's really not what that verse is teaching. Jesus wasn't welcome there. He wasn't welcome there. These religious people had become his enemies. You know? And so it's not so much about you having so much faith that God will heal you. Listen, you believe in God. You put your faith in God. And whether he heals you or not, he's still God. Amen. Do you all hear me or not? He's still God. Because one day you're going to die. And I guess when you die, he's not God anymore. That's when you really need him. Amen. Just some common sense. And then verse 6, say it with me. And Jesus what? time he what only two times in the new testament he marveled because of their what whose unbelief the religious jews the religious leaders that's who he, he didn't marvel at the average joes out there they believed that wasn't his problem people were thronging him they wanted to see him but the religious leaders <laughs> he wasn't good enough he wasn't from the right family. How many weren't from the right family? I'll put my hand up. You weren't from the right family. Well, spell my name right. It's Gary. Two R's. Clark. Rockingham. Child of God. Amen? Yeah, man. We're good now, ain't we, sweetie? We're good now. And he went around about the villages teaching. So that's number one. What we learned? It doesn't matter what you're so-called. You can be here today watching online and you can tell me how religious you are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That won't get you anywhere. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, not the name of your church. Not your catechism. Not your baptism. It's your belief. Do you believe? Do you have some substance? Is Jesus your substance? Yes or no? These were so-called believers. They weren't because they didn't want. Here's the way you can figure if you're a believer or not. Take a wild guess. If you what? Believe. Believe. <laughs> I don't know. You don't, the people come to me sometimes. You don't believe that Bible, do you? You don't, believe, you don't preach that blood, do you? You don't believe in that salvation and born again, do you? You think I made this stuff up? I'm from Rockingham. It's the Bible, man. Yes, I believe God's Word. That's my substance. No faith in God, no belief in God equals no what? You're just abusing substances. 
It's just like smoking crack. That's what you're doing when you have no faith in God, no belief in God, but you like, I'm a Christian. No, you're not. No, you're not. Believers believe, unbelievers don't believe. Capiche? Keep looking. No faith in God, no belief in God means most likely in your, work, in your life, no mighty what? Well, I've tried AA. I've tried. Have you tried Jesus? Say. I tried this church. I tried. Have you tried Jesus? The Bible says, taste, say it if you know the scripture, taste and see that the Lord, he is what? Good. Why could my drunk mama come to Christ? On a Sunday morning, go home and pour a pass blue ribbon down the drain, but you can't. Well, that was different. Yeah, that's different, all right, because she drank her whole life, I guess. The difference is, do you really believe? Do you really believe that God can help you? Now, I'm not talking about, you know, healing some disease. Right? I'm just talking about things in your life that are screwed up. Do you not think God wants to help you? And He can give you the confidence and strength. Let Him be your substance. Yes or no? Amen. I know that's strong. It is what it is. God's not pleased with and God will not reward. Say it with me. He won't reward faithlessness. Period. You can say what you want to. You can check all your church boxes. But it's a dead end, my brother. Okay? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. See that? For he that comes to God must what? I guess the religious Jews were out then, weren't they? Yes, they were. They must believe He is and that He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. Flat out. God loves you. He wants to help you. See, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things you can't even see yet. When I came to Christ, I couldn't see me being a pastor. That was laughable. You know what I mean? I couldn't see me. I've traveled the world. God's blessed me. God's blessed Gary Clark. Where did it start, Clark? It started at Temple Baptist Church, Rockingham, North Carolina, going with my drunk mama to church, cussing her out on the way. And three weeks later, I put my faith in Christ. Didn't even know what I was hardly doing. And God had pity on me and patience with me as I continued to cuss His name. And over time, His mercies started becoming real and evident in my life. Amen? And the rest is history. Yeah, praise the Lord. The rest is history, my brother. Amen. Last one, real fast, real fast. Jesus marveled because of their great faith. Whose great faith? When Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion. This is a Roman soldier that maybe has a hundred or a thousand soldiers underneath him. And they're a killing machine. A killing machine. And he besought Jesus. He said, Lord, this is a Roman centurion. Like a, like a captain. He says... My servant lies homesick of the palsy. He's grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I'll come and heal him. Wow. Here's an unbeliever, a pagan, a crazy person, maybe even a killer. And Jesus, because the guy asked, he said, I'll come and heal him. Because the guy had some what? He had some faith. But keep looking. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy. Wow. What if the religious people would have said that? No, they were better than Jesus, remember? They talked about his family like dogs. That's what all that scripture was about. He said, I ain't worthy that you should come under my roof. But look at this right here. 
But Jesus, you speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. What? What? This is crazy. I mean, what's crazy is the religious people didn't believe in Jesus. And here's a lunatic guy over here, supposedly, that has more faith than they do. That sounds like the church today. We want to be a believing church. Say that. We want to be a what? We want to be a believing church. Amen. We want to be a believing church right here, baby. Do you think we can build that building debt-free? Flat out. If it takes time, it takes time. We can do that because we did this. God is faithful. But here's this kicker to this whole story, and I'm going to quit. The man said, you, you just say it and it'll happen, Jesus. But a lot of charismatics think they can do this now. I just say it and it happens. You ain't Jesus. Quit being crazy. You don't speak above God's will. You don't know what the will of God is. And if you can heal people, go to Eagle Hospital and empty it out for me today. Until you can do that, be quiet. It's craziness. I know you might not like that, but it's the truth. Here's what the man said. Hey, look at it. He was talking to Jesus Christ. He said, look, you just say the word and my servant will be healed. But look at verse 9. He said, for I am a man under what? Authority. I have soldiers under me. I say to this man, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When he saw authority, he knew it. Now, we're going to end the message right here. You know why a lot of people are religious and not Christians and followers of Christ and believers? Because they don't see Jesus as an authority. I'm sorry. You see him as just whatever, good buddy, whatever. He's not. He's the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. He is your only hope. He's the God that's seated at the right hand of God the Father, where right now He makes intercession for you. He could, he could just in an instant squash you like a bug. But He does it because He loves you and He is long-suffering with your sorry tale. He is a man. Yeah, praise the Lord. That's me He's, he's long-suffering with. Listen, listen. He, the, you know what, the Roman centurion, he saw, he saw authority. He knew authority. I tell these boys to go, and they go. Boy, he recognized authority when he saw it. Is God God to you? Does everything have to go your way? Are you going to keep being unhappy because your wife left you? Or your husband left you? Or your husband died, or your wife died, or mama died. Guys, the joy of the Lord is my strength. People come, people go, people hurt. It happens. But He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Pin your, pin, hook your wagon to Jesus and click it. And He'll take your tail on a wild ride. I hope you got the message today. I got to quit, Rod. I got to quit. I'm shot. Ain't we shot, Rod? We're not shot. When Jesus heard it, he what? He what? And said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I haven't found so great a faith, not in all of Israel. I've been in synagogue after synagogue after synagogue after synagogue, and I ain't seen nothing like this joker. Because he finally realized who I am. Boom. Do you know who Jesus is? 
He'd change the world. He has mine. Crazy. I say unto you that many shall come from the east and the west. And they're going to sit down one day with Abraham. And Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom. Oh, you mean it's not just the Jews? Oh, no. Many of them ain't going to be there. But Gentiles, pagans, heathens, crazy people, poor people, rich people, educated people, black people, white people, red people, you name it. When they know that I'm the authority, one day they're going to sit down at the table with me. Are you hearing the message today? Nothing else is going to fill that space, guys. Nothing. And we're going to talk about it over the next couple of weeks. Jesus said, uh, and the children of the kingdom, what's that mean? Religious people who are not believers. They're going to be cast in outer darkness. But I was religious. Well, sorry. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You're not getting in without faith in Christ. It doesn't matter what somebody taught you. Jesus said to the centurion, say it with me, go your way. As you have, so be it done unto you. And his servant was healed that selfsame hour. Don't be confused. Don't make the story into something that you can just go heal grandma this afternoon. This was all about somebody believing in the authority of Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you believe he's the authority? Yes or no? Do you believe God's word is inspired by God? That's what the Bible says, doesn't it? Amen. It's a good message for us today. What's going to fill that place inside of me, that empty space? Faith in who? Jesus Christ. Got it? And you need to know He's the authority. And you need to know you're being religious isn't going to get jack squat. It's about your being honest and real and having a relationship with the Lord. Is church important? Yes. I don't call this religion. I call this us coming to Sunday morning, hearing God's Word, and getting a tail kicking. Good for us, ain't it? Say, let's praise the Lord. We had a good day. It was great. I needed it.